This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. So Elon Musk visited the border and said the crisis there is insane. It's like Crazy Eddie prices. It's insane. It really is insane down there. And he uh, pointed out, it's amazing, you know, we're, we're so focused on Ukraine, and yet our border is literally being invaded. Unbelievable. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. It is Friday. We made it through the week, which is fantastic. Great to have you with us, of course. And thank you to be here. And just uh, thank you for being here. Two weeks from today, we'll be live at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. So make sure you make your reservation and uh or you don't have to reserve actually just the show just come on down and see us but pencil it in on your calendar big show today we'll talk to dr victoria coates i'm really interested in getting her take on menendez and egypt and uh what kind of a country egypt really is dr wilford riley will join us at five o'clock with all the latest in the world of woke and you probably have heard now diane feinstein died which means that uh, california governor Gavin Newsom will have to appoint somebody to fill the seat, and it will be somebody who is also as woke and corrupt and progressive. She actually voted yesterday. She's recorded votes. I have no idea how, but somebody made a joke that Chuck Schumer is going to change the rules of the Senate to let Dianne Feinstein keep voting. Nothing would surprise me. Nothing at all. Uh, And yes, as the accolades pour in, I won't won't be doing a tribute show to Senator Dianne Feinstein today. If you were looking for that, I apologize. Please go to C-SPAN. I believe they're doing it over there or CNN or MSNBC or um, Fox News. Anyway, uh, so let's uh, let's think about a couple of things right off the top of the show today as we begin to uh, address all the issues in our area and nationally. Uh, Chris Christie, I, you know, I'm hearing more rumors that the guy may run for U- U.S. Senate in New Jersey against Senator Menendez, which would not be a bad idea. Oh, and by the way, uh, Tupac, if you thought Tupac was alive like Elvis, you were wrong. Turns out he is dead and they have a guy in custody, the fatal drive-by shooting of Tupac long, long time ago. But that story just broke today before I got on the air. And the impeachment of Joe Biden, Jonathan Turley laying out 10 reasons why this investigation needs to go uh, needs to go forward. And he's absolutely right about this, because like I told you yesterday, this is a very complicated international money laundering scam that was going on, an international money laundering operation. And to get to the bottom of it, to unravel it, you need very experienced investigators. You need forensic investigators who can go in there and unravel all of this. That is what the DOJ stopped them from doing it's what those iris whistleblowers told us that listen you know we we're good at this we can figure this stuff out we can bring down these international conglomerates 
who uh, who who engage in money laundering. But we we in order to do that, you have to let us actually do the job. And the Department of Justice is not letting them do it, which is why Congress needs to pursue this investigation. But I said this at the end of the show yesterday. I, uh, you know, all these Democrats who keep coming out and saying there's no smoking gun. Where's the smoking gun? There's where's the evidence? I mean, Jamie Raskin making his dumb joke. There's, there's no smoking gun. There's not even a leaky water pistol, whatever that means. You're not going to get a smoking gun with international money laundering operations. This is not a movie that's wrapped up in two hours. This is not a, you know, a murder mystery where you see the knife on the kitchen table. There's no audio recording at the end of it, like Michael Crichton, where you're going to play it and somebody's going to confess. These things are deliberately complicated with multiple layers for a reason, with shell companies and LLCs and lawyers and attorneys and, or lawyers and accountants, I should say, who are there to protect it because a lot of people are getting paid. That's why bringing down the mafia was a challenge. You know, I mean, it's one thing to bust a guy for being a button pusher. I push buttons, Senator. But it's another thing to unravel the entire criminal organization and the RICO aspect of it, the racketeering aspect of it. That, that takes a lot. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of, of pages of documents and reviewing all of those and connecting the dots. That's what the Department of Justice is not allowing the forensic investigators to do. That's why they came forward. That's why the whistleblowers came forward and said, hey, listen, we know this stuff is there. We can see it. We can track it. We can follow it. But they're not letting us do that. And it's also why Hunter Biden was given the immunity deal to end all immunity deals, which I tell you, please do not call it a sweetheart deal. It's not a sweetheart deal. It was a deal to cover for the president of the United States of America and his financial crimes, because as you peel back that onion and you discover this international money laundering operation that is the Biden crime syndicate, it leads directly to El Presidente. And they were told specifically, you cannot interview the big guy. You cannot intervene with the big guy. The Secret Service gave Hunter Biden a heads up when he was going to be interviewed by the feds. So he, you know, wasn't there that day. The whole thing has been rigged. And if the Department of Justice is not going to pursue justice, then Congress has an obligation to do so because the question at the very heart of all of this is, is the president of the United States of America compromised by foreign governments? Is he compromised by foreign governments? You know, are we are we pursuing the policy in Ukraine of of be there as long as it takes forever and ever and spend every last dime because the president of the United States is compromised by Ukraine? Are we letting China run roughshod over the world, including not holding them accountable for the COVID-19 pandemic, which they created in a laboratory with our money, but because China has the goods on Joe Biden? These are the questions we need to get to the bottom of. And Congress has a duty to the American people and a duty to the Constitution to ensure that the president of the United States is not compromised. Look, it's very possible Joe Biden is clean and this whole thing is nothing more than Just a giant waste of time. But I don't think so. And I think that when the whistleblowers came forward and said, guys, we know what we're doing. We know how to do this, but they're not letting us do our job. If you would just let us, we could bring this entire thing down. We could bring it all out into the open. But that's why they're not allowed to do their job. Think at that moment, only somebody who's really in the tank for Biden, and there's not many of those, could turn around and say, Oh, there's no crime here. Stop. It doesn't involve the president of the United States of America. Stop. Please get out of here. 
this is why Congress needs to do what is what it's doing. And I'm glad that they're doing it. And I hope that we will get answers. And I think we will. I really do. I think we will. And it's not sexy and it's it's complicated. It's it's not, you know, a, a, a stain on a dress. It's not something that is easy for people to understand. But that's the nature of international criminal money laundering operations. They are complicated. And that's why mob movies tend to focus more on the murder aspect of things than than the Rico aspect of things, because the Rico aspect is a lot more complicated. I, look, it's even like with think about Putin, right? You know, I, I shared you that article the other day how we're taking care of all the oligarchs boats, the yachts, the mega yachts, super yachts that they've seized apartments and houses. We're responsible for all the maintenance on this stuff. And they can't even bring charges against these people because they don't. it's hard to even connect the dots to who owns it because the oligarchs put it under so many different shell companies and organizations. These people are very good at hiding themselves, which is why you use really good forensic investigators who can figure this stuff out. And we have them, and they came forward. Gary Shapley is a great example of that. Came forward to explain all this to the House of Representatives and told everybody the Department of Justice is not letting them pursue the investigation. But regardless of what happens with all that, Joe Biden has a major political problem, and that political problem is that nobody wants him to run. So there's Gavin Newsom, right? So Dianne Feinstein dies today. What does Gavin Newsom do? Does he turn around and does he put in somebody who's as woke and progressive and kooky as, the, as Dianne Feinstein was? Or Barbara Boxer before her, Kamala Harris before her. I mean, what what does he do here? And what is what what is what's Newsom's play? Does it have to be a woman? Is it going to be a black woman? Is it going to be a black transgender woman? I mean, th- these are all the things that Gavin Newsom has to think about. But he wants to run for president. He's waiting to get the tap on the shoulder, you know, called up from the bullpen. And so, in that sense, he doesn't want to do anything that looks too crazy. But he's still the king of Crazyland, California. So it's a problem for him. I mean, do you realize that only 3% of San Francisco restaurants have not been vandalized in the past month? Only 3%. I'm no math guy, but that means that 97% have been vandalized in the past month. Only 3% of San Francisco residents have not, restaurants, excuse me, have not been vandalized in the past month. That's a shocking, shocking number. And you know, there's uh, something about these uh, these these companies around the country, right? Like, for example, Lululemon, the yoga pants company. Now, I don't wear yoga pants. I don't believe men should legally. I think that it should be a crime. But I do love when women wear yoga pants. I'm, I'm I endorse that. I'm a huge advocate of of women wearing yoga pants. Go to go shopping, pick up the kids from school, whatever it is. And it really is the new the new fashion icon of our time, you know. But Lululemon will let you just go in and steal stuff. They won't actually go after you, you know, for stealing their stuff. They have a policy against this, like a lot of other woke companies do. And, 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 and the excuse is employee safety. You know, it's like a guy walks into Lululemon, he's, he's loading all this stuff up. And, you know, you, you go up to him and you say, excuse me, sir, would you be kind enough to please put down the merchandise? And the guy looks at you and goes, nope. And you go, all right, well, listen, I figured I'd ask. I apologize for even interrupting you. And that employee could still get fired just for even having that conversation, as some employees have for approaching people who are shoplifting. And it's not because they're worried about employee safety, because then they just fire the employee the next day. And then the employee now doesn't have a job. So if they're really worried about their safety, you wouldn't do that. It's because the companies are woke and they're worried 
that if they start arresting people and prosecuting them for theft, it's going to hurt their ESG scores, environmental, social governance scores. I'm not kidding. You think I'm making this up? These companies right now are in a position where they have all these people on boards of directors who are all woke and they embrace all this wokeness and they turn around and they say, well, really, I mean, you know, we don't want to profile people. And if somebody's stealing, I mean, you know, I mean, what are we going to do? And really, so you just kind of write it off. You know, you just you just write it off. Big insurance loss and write it off. But that culture of lawlessness results in Lululemon in Philadelphia, for example, getting completely ransacked as people loot Lululemon for all those yoga pants that most of them cannot fit into. That's what we're talking about. I mean, my God, I would never want to see meatball on a pair of yoga pants. Whoa, God, sorry. Sorry, but every time I think about meatball in that bathtub, and you know what? Meatball and yoga pants, an even worse idea. You see that? Even worse. Really nauseating. So this is where America is right now. And it's like I told you the other day, this is not an accident. This is all by design here. The border situation, the same thing. New York City now has a policy to shelter the homeless. And what the mayor of New York City is now coming out and saying, the mayor of New York is now coming out and saying, it shouldn't cover the migrant influx. Whatever our policy is to, to shelter homeless people in the city shouldn't apply to migrants. Yesterday, the governor of New York came out and said, look, I'm all about the Statue of Liberty, right? Love the Statue of Liberty, but we're, New York's closed. We're at capacity. Don't come here anymore. And then somebody was asked the question of, uh, you know, is the border secure? And they said, yeah, yeah, the border's, the border's perfectly secure. It's fine. Well, Elon Musk doesn't think so. He went down to the border and he found a lot down there and he saw the chaos and he talked to people in a big 15 minute video that he posted on X. I watched the whole thing and it is amazing how we have this problem going on and yet we're so focused on Ukraine. But then again, it's not surprising when you understand that what the Democrats want to do is the takeover of the United States of America, the transformation of this. Remember how this works, too. You know, you get in all these people, millions of people come into the country illegally, and eventually they get citizenship. The Democrats get rid of the filibuster in the Senate. They make Puerto Rico and D.C. a state, and they run roughshod over everything. They redistrict the House of Representatives in 2030 for the new census to count on all these new people that came in. And you have the Democrat House, too. And then you make the Supreme Court 14 justices, a little mini super legislature, just as a failsafe in case a Republican ever becomes president again. This is their grand plan, their grand scheme, and it's all working perfectly for them. You know, the chaos and the looting and the open border and the, the it's all working perfectly for them. The United States military is now even saying to young, able-bodied migrant men, hey, join our ranks and we'll give you citizenship in exchange for serving your new country. And a lot of people turn around and go, well, there's a lot of very able-bodied men crossing that border. Is there not? Sure is. It sure is. A whole lot of them. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. By the way, the former superintendent of Loudoun County Public Schools, Scott Ziegler, was found guilty of a misdemeanor charge by a Virginia jury. This just broke a few moments ago. Ziegler, who had been charged with, remember, this is the superintendent who covered up that girl was raped in the bathroom by a, uh, by a, by a boy who identified as a, as a girl. And then they tried to cover the whole thing up, even transferring that student to another district where he engaged in another sexual assault. And the father spoke at that school board meeting and got locked up. And Governor Glenn Youngkin pardoned him recently. You remember that whole story, Loudoun County, Virginia. Well, that superintendent 
have been charged with three misdemeanor charges, was found guilty of illegally firing a teacher who testified before a special grand jury that was investigating him and the Loudoun County School Board's response to a pair of sexual assault incidents in district high schools. That just broke a short time ago, so good. Uh, Speaking of Glenn Youngkin, by the way, I I teased yesterday the idea that there's now an effort to recruit Glenn Youngkin to run. There's more details on that today as well. And, of course, we're all waiting to see if the government's going to shut down on Sunday and what that means, of course, as there's a battle in the House of Representatives going on between Matt Gates and the Speaker, Kevin McCarthy. Matt Gates now trying to lead a rebellion against him, even bringing Democrats aboard to try to get rid of the speaker. So there's some fireworks there. We'll be following for you as well today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. We got a lot to chat about today. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will be planning an independent run for the presidency. Now, that will absolutely hurt the Democrat nominee if it's Joe Biden and could hurt whoever the Democrat nominee is and then help put a Republican in the White House. So that is some very, very good news for us. Not for the Democrats, obviously. We'll be right back. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, it's Friday. Happy Friday. Made it through the week. we got a lot to chat about, as we always do. I also should let you know that um, two weeks from now, like I said, we'll be at the Grand Hotel of Cape May. It'll be our last broadcast until December, so you want to make sure you join us for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be some... Special surprises, and we're going to have a blast. So put it on your calendar now, October 13th. Okay, do that now, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. So in thinking about what's happening in the world today, the um, elderly elected officials that we have in Congress, Mitch McConnell, the late Dianne Feinstein, and uh, Joe Biden, of course, in the White House, the issue here of mental decay it's a real problem somebody said congress is the ultimate nursing home you know you're there people take care of you and you tell people what to do they drive you around you know you don't have to worry about anything 
It's kind of true. You can get in. You're you're pretty set. I mean, for the most part, your seat is safe as an incumbent. There are only a few districts where you ever have to really worry about it. Otherwise, the game is rigged so that the incumbency has a huge advantage to it. If you're ever going to take out an incumbent congressman, you got to really do it after their first term. Otherwise, they get in and then they, 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 as time goes on, you know, they tweak the district. You know, lose that town, pick up that town, make my life easier. Senators, of course, are very difficult to beat uh, unless you have a real wave that changes. So these jobs become lifetime appointments. And of course, they're not meant to be. But at the very, very top of it all is the president of the United States, Joe Biden. There's a piece over at National Review by Jeffrey Blahar about this, and uh, it's entitled Joe Biden's mental decay is not just obvious, it's accelerating. And it is accelerating. And he points out, you know, the um, the the decay is happening right in front of us. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I said, think about as bad as Joe Biden is now. How bad is Joe Biden going to be a year from now if he's got to be on the debate stage? Just, I mean, how bad is it going to be then? The guy's in sneakers now and they're, you know, they're hobbling him around. They're afraid he's going to trip. He falls upstairs. But a year from now, if he gets on the debate stage and he's got a debate, say it's Donald Trump, who Donald Trump may be close in age, but his mental acuity is a whole lot different. You know, he does he make mistakes? Of course. Does he say things that are wrong? Sure. Everybody does. But you can't compare the two. And I do laugh when people on social media try to equate the two. Not exactly right. But let's say it's not. Trump, let's say it's DeSantis or let's say it's uh, Glenn Youngkin or somebody else. How the hell is Biden going to do that? And then let's say it's it, it's it's Joe Biden at the convention, the Democrat National Convention, long before even it's on the debate stage. And he has to give a speech to the nation and he's just he's messing up his words and he's and, he, and he's spacing out. And then the speech ends and he looks around. And he doesn't know where the hell he's going. And not it's not a good look. You know, it's not a good look for Democrats. But when you you think about this idea of Joe Biden accelerating, it's not it's sad. I mean, it's sad to watch. Like this guy said, I went back to videos of Biden's public appearances, not outtakes from the 1987 or 2000 or 2008 or 2020 campaigns. Mind you, Joe Biden has run for president a lot of times. Eighty seven, 2000, 2008 and 2020. Uh, But watching Biden slurred half-attentive delivery during his Afghanistan withdrawal speech, for instance, asking whether you could see this guy actually running for re-election. That was in 2021. Back in 2021, the Afghanistan withdrawal speech, the man practically looks whip, crack, smart, and youthful by comparison with today. The decay from that day to now, even just that Afghanistan withdrawal speech in 2021 to now is shocking. The visible aging, the increasing unsteadiness in gait, the sagging posture, the depressingly accelerating mental dissipation in all public appearances. Joe Biden is simply withering away before our eyes as though he drank from the wrong grail at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. He has chosen poorly. It's not funny, though, because like it or not, he's the president. He writes, he may well technically be our president for the next four years or less, and I doubt China will feel much compunction about his mental state or the legalities of transferring power in a crisis under the 25th Amendment when it comes to their Taiwan calculus. But the next presidential election is 13 months from now, 13 months from now. And so the the question that I think everybody needs to figure out and think about is, if Joe Biden was really bad two years ago, 
and he's really bad now, but he's worse now than he was then. How much worse is he going to be then compared to now? And that's a real problem. So then you see, you know, Diane Feinstein was dying for quite some time and she didn't know where the hell she was and nobody wanted to say it out loud. I did. I didn't care. But a lot of people didn't want to say it out loud. They were like, oh, it's mean to say something. But no, it's really not. McConnell's 82 years old. He recently froze up like a deer in headlights. You saw that. And, and, and I don't mean to say it's an age thing. I really don't. I don't think that everybody is the same age. I, I just think that there are certain people who are clearly past, their, past the, uh, the sell-by date. You know what I mean? Past the sell-by date. Like, I don't think Pelosi is because she's immortal. I mean, really, she turns 84 years old. She's immortal. She's just going to grab some virgins and drink their blood at the next intern seminar, and, and she's good. She'll be good for another couple hundred years. Not everybody reaches an age and you've got to put them out to pasture. I don't mean to imply that, but I think we know when somebody is not all there. Like Bernie Sanders is 82 years old. To me, Bernie's 60. You know, Bernie's always, he's still yelling all the time. He's got the megaphone. He's yelling. I don't think Bernie and Joe Biden are even in the same, same league. You know what I mean? I'm sure Bernie makes cracks about Biden's age. Bernie's 82, but he's a, but he's a very, very, he's, he's, he's got it together. I mean, he's, he's insane. He's a, a Marxist, but, you know, he'll pick up that bullhorn and yell at you and yell about capitalists and oligarchs and yell about Jeff Bezos and the billionaires. He'll stand on the floor of the Senate and he'll, and you don't look at Bernie and go, Bernie's lost it. I mean, Bernie, I mean, he, like I said, he's a Marxist. So in that sense, he's lost it a long time ago, but not in terms of his mental decline. Biden stands up and gives a speech and you go, oof, oh, man. And then they interrupt him when he's asked questions because they know he's going to say something stupid. That's going to be a real problem for them. You know, Charlemagne the, the God, Charlemagne the God in his radio show the other day said it wasn't an accident that Biden called LL Cool J boy. That's how people from his time talked about black people. That's what Charlemagne the God said. Because that's what people from Joe Biden's time talked. That's how they talked about black people. Call him boy. And Biden used to pal around with the Seggies. I mean, he's been around forever. The guy has been around forever. He used to, his buddies used to be segregationists. You know what I mean? So you, you watch all this decline, and, and I'm saying it, and I'm seeing it. Now put yourself in the shoes of a, of a Democrat who's terrified that Donald Trump can beat this guy and be president, and you understand the angst. You understand the angst that is settling over the nation right now. Is there turning around and going, please, mommy, do something. Do something. And then so that brings us all to the corruption, how Joe Biden was able to turn around and make all this money off of his name. You know what I mean? Make all this money off of the family name, which, again, I told you, people have a threshold for corruption to a certain degree. I remember years and years ago, Tom Kane Jr. was running against, um, I think it was Bob Menendez, actually, for U.S. Senate. And. Mitch McConnell came in for lunch and I was a Republican county chairman at the time. So all the Republican county chairs had lunch with Mitch. And the issue of the corruption came up and McConnell said, don't don't really focus on corruption as an issue because uh, people think all politicians are corrupt. And I thought about that and I said, yeah, I think that's true. Probably and certainly true in certain states like Jersey, for example. But then there's this point where you reach your breaking point yourself personally and you go in and you're filling up the car with gas and you're angry and you're, you're you know, you're nervous about Money. There's a story today that for 99% of America right now, housing is completely out of reach. Like they cannot afford to buy a home. 
and they're stuck because they have these really low interest rates and when they if they refinance during covid and so for the for, so homes are unaffordable in 99% of the nation for the average american unaffordable so like take philadelphia the other night you know you're down in society hill maybe you rent a place you and your wife or you and your husband whatever and maybe you got a kid maybe another one on the way and you've been thinking about moving and then the other night, Society Hill's shutting down stores. You know, posh Society Hill in Philadelphia. They're shutting down stores because they're afraid of looting. And so you look, you turn to your wife and you go, all right, this is it. We got to get out of here. You know, I got a decent job now. Let's go buy our first home. Let's go to the Burbs. Only you can't find a home in the Burbs. Nothing in that price range for middle-class America is on the market. And when something comes on the market, it's gone in a day and there's a bidding war over it. And then you got to pay these ridiculously high interest rates. So what it basically comes, comes out to be is this. Now that mortgage rates have topped 7%, adding hundreds of dollars a month to a potential house payment, and then homeowners who locked into a lower mortgage rate, they're not looking to sell because they have, it's like, all right, I got a 2.5% interest rate. Why the hell would I sell, pay more money for a house, and now I got a 7% interest rate? So in other words, the middle class houses, there's no inventory for them. Everybody's sitting on them. Now, there are certain times you have to sell. You know, you had a new kid. For, like in our case, for example, baby Reagan was a bio baby surprise. So the house that we bought back in 2018, we thought we bought it thinking we, were had, we had two kids and we were good. And this is going to be perfect for us, our forever home. Well, life throws you some, some, some cards, you know. And all of a sudden, one day you find out you've got a bio baby surprise on the way after you just adopt the two kids. So you go... All right, well, you know, and then as the kids get older, you go, the house is starting to feel a little cramped. So then you think you want to sell. Or maybe you go through a divorce or maybe a job change or, or maybe, you know, your business doesn't work out well and you got to downsize, whatever it is. But the problem, though, is now you got to deal with the reality of going from a very low interest rate that you got under Trump to a 7% or 8% interest rate under this bonehead in the White House. So the people that can afford to make a move right now, well, they're, they're going to do quite well because there are a lot of homes in a higher interest, higher income bracket level, you know, million dollar homes and stuff. They're just kind of sitting there now. So if you got the money, you can probably get those homes. But for most people, myself included, that's pretty much out of reach. So according to the, uh, the experts who analyze this stuff, the median existing home price in America is $407,000. It's up. 3.9% from a year ago. The average interest rate in a 30-year home is 7.19%. That's up from 6.48% in 2023. And they say prices will remain unaffordable as long as mortgage rates continue to rise. The dynamics influencing the U.S. housing market appear to continuously work against everyday Americans, potentially to the point where they could start to have a significant impact on home prices. We will see how this shakes out as the peak 2023 buying season weighs down and it becomes particularly difficult for first time home buyers. First time home buyers who are often the most sensitive to interest rates have had to postpone their home buying dreams. The older buyers with more cash on hand can buy down interest rates or they can absorb a higher monthly payment and are still buying homes across the country. Unaffordable is someone who must devote more than 20, 28% of their income toward paying for a particular home. Factoring in a mortgage payment, Homeowners insurance, property taxes, the typical home price today would require 35% of someone's annual wages. The American dream used to be buying a home. You know, you bought your first home and the first home would be a starter home. 
it'd be a smaller home as your family got bigger, as you made more money, you, you know, you might, you might, you might expand, you might get a bigger house. But now you can't get the starter home because all the people that own the starter homes, they can't afford to buy a bigger house now. So the result is nothing on the market, nothing on the market and something comes on the market and poof, it's gone. Like it never even existed. There are people that sell homes now without even telling anybody they sold their home. They just no, really. I mean, they have these, the, they just like word of mouth. They tell a couple of people like, Hey, you know, anybody wants to buy a house? Yes, I know people. And then they just sell it to them. It's crazy times, really is. This is Biden's America, though. This is what people are dealing with. And I do think that that matters a lot to people. I really do. I think there's a lot of people that would love to get the hell out of Philadelphia right now. And they would, and I know people who moved from Philly a couple years ago and they said it was the best decision they ever made. Yeah, they're paying more in property taxes in Jersey, but the kids are going to have really good schools. They don't have to worry about their car getting jacked. They don't have to worry about, you know, the, the local CVS in their town getting looted. They want to go buy booze. They don't have to worry about it. It's going to shut down because meatballs out there looting it. You know, it's a, it's a good peace of mind, a quality of life thing. And if you can't reach it, if that American dream is out of reach, and then you got this doddering old fool on the stage who can't put sentences together, it's a problem. That's why James Carville said anybody else beats Trump, in his opinion, but Biden loses. And 75% of Democrats do not want this guy to run. 75 percent. That's not good. Not good. <laughs> That's when the number is that high. You say it's not good. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. All right. So Friday, two weeks from today, Friday the 13th. What could possibly go wrong? We'll be back at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey for our next live show. And I want to see you there. It's going to be a great time. Matt DeSanctimonious will be there. Henry will be there. We're going to have fun. And it's Friday the 13th, so who knows what will happen. Now, here's what you do. Whenever you want to make a little getaway for you and your family, pick the Grand Hotel of Cape May, because Cape May is beautiful, especially this time of year. The crowds are gone. The weather is great. There's so much to do. You got the winery, the brewery. You have all kinds of fun things. You can get a restaurant reservation very easily. And the Grand Hotel is a great place. Big, huge indoor heated pool. Hemingway's Restaurant with amazing food and drinks. Chef David Mills will prepare prepare an incredible meal for you. Fresh steaks and seafood. And wonderful people work there. Beautiful rooms, suites, and townhomes. And the best part is, when you use my name, Zioli, you will save 15% off a midweek stay. So look, the kids might might be out from school. Teachers conventions coming up. Book a stay at the Grand Hotel. Use my name, Zioli. Give them a little little getaway, a little midweek getaway. It'll be great for everybody. You'll be refreshed, and you will enjoy yourself very, very much. The Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, right across from the beach. Beautiful white sand beaches, and this is a beautiful time of year to go. So mark your calendar for Friday the 13th for our next live show in Cape May, and make your reservation today for your midweek stay at my happy place, the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. Always book direct with them for the best rates. Go to grandhotelcapemay.com. grandhotelcapemay.com. Use my name, Zioli, to save 15% off, and I'll see you in Cape May. Thanks for listening to the Zioli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Hang on. Go, go to the TV. Can you pot up the TV? Can you go to the... What this is, is there's lots that's going to come out when it comes time for trial, but 
he, he provides his own uh, series of statements that that are very consistent with the evidence that we have on the scene that we've obtained through our This is the man indicted in Tupac Shakur's 1996 murder. Las Vegas are having a press conference. I'm sorry, the service of the warrant in July that you didn't know before? Yeah, that, that's a good question. What I'll say about the search warrant that we did in July, that we obtained information or evidence during that execution of that search warrant that corroborated information obtained through our investigation. And I'll leave it at that until we go to trial. Go ahead. Hello, I'm Tiffany Lane with Channel 3. So I, I know that um, this was obviously a big move. Is there anyone else being looked at at this point? I know a lot of people have passed away since this incident, but is anyone else being looked at as part of this investigation still? So as I stated earlier, uh, in this case, the only living suspect related to this investigation is Dwayne Davis. All other three suspects are deceased. Vanessa. Thank you. Uh, Vanessa Murphy, Channel 8. Steve, can you talk about the murder charge if he is not the one believed to have pulled the trigger? Yes, well, under Nevada law, and this is the law in most states in this country, um, you can be charged with a crime whether you're directly involved or whether you're an aider and a better. We have an aiding and abetting statute, which provides that if you help somebody commit a crime, you can be equally as guilty. The best example is two guys that agree to commit a bank robbery and one of them goes into the bank with a gun and actually commits the robbery, and the other guy is the getaway driver. Never went in the bank, but he assisted the guy that went in the bank, so he's equally guilty. That is one of the theories in this case as well. Last question. Do investigators believe that Davis is was the only person behind the plan to uh, kill Tupac, or was he one of multiple people who came up with this plan? I, I think the best way to characterize that is Dwayne Davis was the shot caller for this group of individuals that committed this crime, and he orchestrated the plan that was carried out to commit this crime. And can you say how he obtained the gun or who he obtained it from? Uh, we know that he obtained it from a close associate. Uh, that A lot of the actual details of who specifically, all that come out at trial, but he obtained it from a close associate of his. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so that is the ar- update on the arrest of the murder of Tupac Shakur a long time ago. Uh, this cold case has been finally cracked here. The police in Las Vegas just gave a press conference on that a short time ago. I mean, you just heard it just a moment ago. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's a crime that took place September 7th, uh, 1996, after a Mike Tyson fight in Las Vegas. And he got into a fight at the casino as they were leaving in the lobby which they just showed the video of. There was an altercation between the suspect now and Tupac. There was about a necklace that was stolen during the midst of that altercation. There's a big fight in the lobby. They're showing the, uh, the video on, on the news. And, uh, and then prosecutors say Dwayne Davis, who they've long suspected in the murder, purchased a gun with three other individuals. They went out and carried out the drive-by shooting on the street in front of the Venetian, or the venue, I'm sorry, the venue where the, I'm trying to read this on closed captioning here, uh, where the Tyson fight was taking place in Las Vegas. It was very dramatic, obviously, and this will get a ton of attention. Long time coming. They said the police said a long time coming here. So I'm fascinated by this. I really am. I, I, it, it's amazing to think that after, oh, how many years, I'm no math guy, 25 plus. 25 is it 25 years at least 25 years that they were able to arrest somebody finally 
There's no statute of limitations on murder, obviously. But I thought I thought Tupac was alive. I thought that the whole thing was a, was a conspiracy. Wasn't he? Isn't he actually alive? I still think he is. You do. I still think he's off in Cuba or something. You know, just living it up. And this is all just a hoax. All a hoax. Yeah. They just they just want this uh, Dwayne Davis, Keefe D. They just want him behind bars. Who is Dwayne Davis now? I I think whatever. I think they were saying whatever kind of. Uh, gang was in southern california kind of followed tupac out to vegas that night and he was kind of a a capo per se and uh he was after that fight in the lobby i think he was like all right let's get this guy back is a capo what you say because a capo is what you say for like the like the mafia yeah but... capo capo whatever all right he, he that's was, what that's what I meant. Yeah, he was a member of the South Side Compton Crips. Yes, the South Side Compton Crips. Yes. The guy who is arrested now for killing Tupac. Correct. And so, was Tupac in a gang? Was he a gang member? I think that's up for debate. Really? I think it was kind of like a, like a Sinatra thing. We hung out with Suge Knight. That type deal. And I Sinatra thing. What the hell are you talking about? Wasn't he a part, like affiliated with the? No, no. The, I mean, there's stories. The mafia helped Frank Sinatra with his career, but who's to say? Yeah, that's. I think I'm the same. But he wasn't way. in the mafia. I think it's the same way with Tupac. Oh, you're saying that the gangs helped him? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Gotcha. It's okay. before my time. Yeah. No. The theory. Well, if you ever, if you've seen The Godfather, right? Yes. Okay. So the the character of of the singer, you know, Fontaine, is supposed mm-hmm. to be Frank Sinatra, oh. which is why. Frank Sinatra hated Mario Puzo's guts. Gotcha. Called him a fat F <laughs> and confronted him over that. But no, that was always a story that the mob helped Sinatra become, you know, get, become Sinatra. But I mean, you know, who knows? But you're saying, so you're saying that the, the, the Crips or the Bloods, which one is it? The Crips? Crips. Oh, Crips, yeah. South Compton South, Crips. South, South Compton, Compton Crips. Crips. They helped Tupac become Tupac. And so what were they upset? They weren't getting enough uh, cheddar cheese back to them or something? Is that why they killed them? beats me or there was just a fight i think it was a it was a altercation in that mgm grand hotel casino uh that obviously went too far Hmm. and officially tupac has no gang affiliations officially no gang affiliations newly released footage shows the raid of the home search in tupac shakur murder case las vegas swat members carried out the search on july 17th is it, I mean, I, I, I'm fascinated by this. This is amazing to me that you got a 25-year-old cold case that they just cracked open and just busted. It's amazing. The videos first obtained by ABC News show the perspective of police the moment Las Vegas SWAT members moved into the home of Dwayne Keith Davis, known as Keefy D, <laughs> on July 17th. I don't know why that's funny to me, but... Davis, 60, has said he is one of two living eyewitnesses to the 1996 drive-by shooting of Tupac in Las Vegas. In the video, you can see police lights flashing as law enforcement call over a bullhorn for those inside to come out, including Keefe. This is the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. We have a search warrant for your residence. You need to come out with your hands up, they say repeatedly. As police dogs are barking, you hear police saying, open the front door. We have a search warrant. Come out with your hands up. Go ahead and open up that door. Walk back to the sound of my voice. Nearly 13 hours of video were released in response to a public records request by ABC News. The video has been redacted. It goes black and silent when SWAT team members are on private property, but otherwise shows the raid take place and Davis talking to police outside of his Henderson home. Magazine articles about Tupac and his death were among the items seized by police from the home in connection with the decades-old murder case. The search warrant listed a copy of Vibe magazine on Tupac among the items seized. 
A search of the residence is being viewed as a success, according to the official, though detectives doubt any of the belongings retrieved could present a direct link between the target of the investigation and the drive-by shooting that killed Tupac. But ABC News learned that bullets retrieved in the search of the home did not match the shell casings from the crime scene. In addition to the magazine articles on Tupac, items retrieved from the home included computers, hard drives, and pictures from the 1990s that apparently show individuals who might have been connected to people directly or indirectly involved in the drive-by shooting. A copy of Davis's book, Compton Street Legend, was also seized, according to the official on the search warrant. Las Vegas police are continuing to investigate the case. A grand jury will help decide whether charges are filed. I guess this is a, this story is from August of 2023. So now they've officially announced the charges today. Yeah. Amazing. To piggyback off Matt's point on how he wasn't affiliated with any gangs, he wasn't affiliated, but he was tied to the mob Pyru Bloods. Really? Yes. And as we all know, Bloods and Crips, you know, don't get along. Looks like it looks like Suge Knight is affiliated with that gang as well. Suge Knight. Yes. Suge Knight was my stage name. And, <laughs> you know, I went by Fuzzy D. That was my that was my uh, my Wor- Tupac cover band. Worst rap name I've ever heard. <laughs> Fuzzy D. <laughs> Didn't sell a lot of records, did you? No, no. And obviously, I, I really can't rap very well. That is going to shock you. That's going to shock you. <laughs> but I think I think the the, 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 the the murder of Tupac was a seminal moment in the 80s. Like that's up there with a lot of other things in the eighties. Well, that was a very profound 90s, statement. Nineties, I mean nineties, yeah. ninety six. That's up there with like OJ. I mean, that's a classic nineteen nineties. And it's it's still like I don't I know, almost culturally relevant because it's always like who killed Tupac? Who is killed Tupac? Tupac? Is Tupac dead? Is he hiding? Who I think knows? it was the CIA. To be honest with you, has anyone asked Robert F. Kennedy Jr. what he thinks about this? <laughs> I'm sure they will. Get him on the phone for me if you would, please. <laughs> Trust All me, right. I've tried. You, I know. <laughs> We keep trying. All right. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about. Michael Schellenberger is on Fox News right now talking about the impact of offshore wind turbines and how they, yes, are killing whales and dolphins. This is another dead dolphin washes up on the shore in New Jersey. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Coming right back. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.